Welcome to the Beauty Aside podcast. I'm Gentry Quinn. I dropped out of school at the age of 17, got my GED, and still managed to build multiple businesses and a beauty line from the ground up. Beauty Aside, each week we'll be talking with entrepreneurs and learning what it takes to achieve balance and what it really means to follow your dreams. Hello, my sweet friends. Today is going to be an extra special bonus episode. I think it's particularly timely too, because now more than ever, I feel like we need to come together and offer each other words and thoughts of encouragement and support. So since uh, 2019, I made it a mission to watch all 21 of the Hay House Healing Summit videos. Yes, I said it, 21. (laughs) I'm really committed. And uh, I'm committed because I wanted to share also the information with you. Uh, Everything that I've learned from healing and wellness experts around the world, um, it's really priceless. And as many, as many of you may know about me, I'm a huge believer in integrative healthcare. Um, I practice this mindset in my skincare business, and I've always found value in alternative healing and medicine. I love an open mind when it comes to considering all healing modalities, uh, such as chiropractic care, acupuncture, massage therapy, motivational leaders, diet, lifestyle. So that's why I felt this post and podcast was so important right now because um, that is what we need. We need to be focusing on healing and supporting one another. And I know that may look a little different right now, right? So we have a lot of people that are posting um, workout videos online, for instance. I've actually started offering virtual skincare consultations. So people are really putting themselves out there more than ever. Um, And this particular content, The Seven Essentials of Healing from Dr. Vernique, that I'm going to be going over with you today, I felt could just not be more important to our healing. So before I jump right into that, I'm going to tell you a little quick story. When I went through my divorce, I didn't know which side was up or down for a while. All I knew was that I was in an unhealthy relationship and after 15 years, it was ending. Now my body knew what my brain didn't want to accept. And this denial manifested into one of the worst panic attacks of my entire life. I literally was gasping for air and thought I was going to die. But guess what? I didn't. And what did happen was that I learned a lot about my body and how emotions are strongly connected to our health and our mental wellness. So that's one of the reasons I continue to believe so much in holistic healing. When we can get real with ourselves and our situation and consider how improving our lifestyle which is also connected to our mental health, movement, breathing, and yes, even relationships, along with diet and spirituality, it can positively impact our overall well-being. And I'm here on the other side to tell you, my friends, it works. The mentality works. Um, When you work through it, it works. So without further delay, here are the seven essentials of healing by Dr. Vernique, also known as the breast cancer conqueror, 
These profound essentials were created after she experienced and conquered breast cancer. And I hope you will feel the same gravity that I felt. Um, and you will, you will use these to really help you make positive health choices. So let's get to number one. Let food be your medicine. Dr. Vernique recommends leaning more toward alkaline foods, more plant-based specifically if you have cancer, with 80% being plant-based and 20 being clean protein-based, if you want to add in protein, of course. The bottom line is she recommends that we either feed our body or we feed the cancer. thought that was such a valuable, great first note to start on. Um, and you know, myself included, I feel like it's really easy to take for granted what we are putting in our bodies, whether it's good or it's bad. If it's good, we take for granted the fact that tons of people don't have healthy options to eat. If it's bad, we take for granted that we are actually, you know, I don't want to sound dramatic, but in a sense, kind of poisoning our bodies. So I love that she mentions the 80 being plant-based and 20 being clean protein, if that's what you want to add in. It really gives us something, um, really something tangible, something actionable to focus on when we think about eating. So number two is to reduce toxic exposure. Now she advises to look at what chemicals we're using in our household. So the average American household uses 1000 toxic chemicals. I'm just going to put it out there and say it again for those who weren't paying attention. The average American household uses 1000 toxic chemicals and the average person uses 167 chemicals a day. You may also want to do a test to determine any toxic buildup in your liver. EMF is one of the deadliest toxins, and I do have a resource for you. It's called antennasearch.com. Now, it's important to know that EMF waves can even go through a brick wall. So, you know, we have to ask ourselves, what is it doing to our body? Now, the bottom line takeaway I want you to get from this information that she shares is that you can begin protecting yourself in small ways, like not carrying a cell phone on your body or using protective cases on devices. And by turning off your router at night or not sleeping with your cell phone, um, you know, I have to say I've been guilty of this for a really long time uh, before I watched her video last year. I used to sleep with my phone by my head and I just had this really moment of awakening when I listened to her and, and said, why, why, um, you can turn on your phone on airplane mode and sleep with it and not have those transmitters sleeping by your brain. So I would really encourage you guys to do that. I also remember, you know, walking with my phone in my back pocket. And sometimes, you know, I'll still carry it or do that when I'm listening to an audiobook. But if I'm not listening to an audiobook or if I'm walking my dog, I make sure to do it, you know, hands-free because we just really, you know, on a day-to-day -day, kind of forget how often we are in front of devices or computers or phones. It's completely constant, even ways, as she mentioned, that we may not realize. So number three is balance energy. And the ways you can start are by being proactive, seeing 
seeing people such as a chiropractor or an acupuncturist. Those are a couple of things that I mentioned earlier. Um, Sleep more and exercise. The bottom takeaway line here is that being out of balance, such as not getting enough sleep, can turn off the cancer-preventing genes, and they can turn on the cancer-causing ones. This is so important, my friends. I just want to stress this a little bit more right now. Remember that story I told you about when my body was so stressed out and it was, and my brain was in denial, but my body, you know, it was things were showing up physically, like the anxiety, those types of moments, they really increase that cortisone level. And that's something, you know, when, when I was in aesthetic school, we learned because that can translate to aging on the skin as well. But that's a little bit more of a superficial note, even if skin is our largest organ, Um, really turning on cancer genes are, you know, that the idea of that is, um, is quite profound. So I'd just like you to sit with that and really understand what that means and the importance of, you know, and why the, why things are so important, like going and getting your body aligned or getting your blood flowing the right way, or, you know, whether it be, you know, if it's on an acu via acupuncture, maybe it's just walking and stretching and or doing yoga. All of those contribute to balancing energy and getting those endorphins released and really doing something that they call turning off the cancer preventing or turning on, excuse me, the cancer preventing uh, genes so that we're not turning on the cancer causing genes. Another great resource I want to give you right here is also from one of my favorite teachers. His name is Bruce Lipton. Um, if you're listening to this, there's a chance that you've heard of him before, but he talks a lot about this idea, this scientifically proven theory. Um, in a lot of his work online, you can just Google his name Um, and also another great resource for finding a lot of his videos and material is on Gaia.com. Um, and that would be G A I A dot com. So we're going to move on to number four, which is heal emotional wounds. You can do this by seeking energy psychology, slowing down your thoughts, managing stress, or through counseling or meditation. And when we go into this thing called fight or flight mode, which a lot of you have heard about, it really drives our sympathetic nervous system. Now, the bottom takeaway here is that our thoughts affect our brain and can influence the shape of our DNA. I'm going to say it one more time. Our thoughts affect our brain and that can influence the shape of our DNA. That's right. I keep going back now to Bruce Lipton because he talks about this so much as well. Um, but, uh, and he goes into it in a really deep, meaningful way that you also can understand, which is why I love him so much because he's so smart, but he talks to you and you can really get it. It really absorbs nicely, but he talks about how, um, you know, our brain affect, or excuse me, influences the shape of our DNA, how we are born with DNA, but there are not these, uh, these, these, uh, these cancer, uh, excuse me, how do I want to say it? Uh, I'm going to cut right here and edit and 
but he talks about how your lifestyle and your emotions and everything that goes along with that can actually change your DNA for the better or for the worse. And what you do can activate, right, that shape of the DNA. So what I love about his teachings are that, yes, you're born into the world with the DNA that you have, but that there is not, for instance, this cancer-causing gene. Um, there is not, uh, there's like less than, I think he says, 1% of people are born with this DNA that is fixed, so to speak. Most of it is shaped throughout the course of our lives. So I don't want to get off too far on a tangent or, you know, too far away from what we're focusing on today, which are the seven essentials of healing by Dr. Veronique. But I do want to recommend him to any of you who are interested more in um, learning a little bit more in depth about cancer causing genes and also how our DNA is shaped. So that was number four, and that was heal emotional wounds. Also, reflecting back to my story that I started off telling you guys about, um, it's just I cannot stress to you enough how dealing with emotional wounds can have a physical effect on the body. So, very important. Number five is embrace biological dentistry. This I found so fascinating. She said that mercury is the most toxic element on the planet. Dental mercury vapor can enter the body when we chew or create heat in our mouths. If there's a toxic tooth, it can be negatively impacted um, with, it can, excuse me, it can negatively impact the organs. She also recommends getting a tooth extracted versus a root canal to avoid further toxicities. The takeaway was that if you have mercury in your mouth, it's worth it to get it taken out. I can tell you from personal experience, I had a tooth that was bothering me um, for a really long time, and it would go in and out of being or what was feeling like it was infected. And I, there was just something intuitively in me that knew I needed to get the tooth out of my mouth after doing research. And I'm so glad that I did after learning about this biological dentistry. So if you are interested in it, you can just Google biological dentistry in your area and look at some reviews and hopefully find you a good alternative. And just remember that mercury, she says, is the most toxic element on the planet. So that is very, very important to think about and consider having it removed if you do have that in your mouth because a lot of the toxins in your mouth will go down into your body and really make you sick if you have these things going on for a long period of time. Your oral hygiene is so, so, so important. You and your animals, I'm going to throw them throwing the animals there for a second because you guys know I'm an animal lover and, um, and I've seen it certainly affect some of my animals health. So just a little side note there, but we're going to move on to number six, which is repair body with therapeutic plants and herbs. And Oh, how I love this so much. 
A good source of information is at pubmed.gov for anyone who's interested. Certain nutrients and phytochemicals can kill cancer cells and boost the immune system without causing harm like other alternative options do. The takeaway here is that using plants and herbs to heal our bodies is one of the safest therapies. I love this so, 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 so much. I remember watching Chris Carr's uh, video, Crazy Sexy Cancer, um, years and years ago. And this was like before kind of the boom, I would say, of Whole Foods. <laughs> she was shopping at Whole Foods, but uh, at that time it was considered to be a little bit more bougie um, of a mindset and it was a lot more expensive. But she developed a stage four type of cancer where she had. I think it was around 27 tumors in her stomach and she, there, there just were not the resources that there are today, simply put. So she took it upon herself and her own hands to try to heal herself and use food as medicine. And her journey was so powerful. She was able to actually not cure because they said this is something that you will likely live with forever, but she was actually able to stop the cancer from progressing and getting worse. She was basically able to stabilize it. And this was with a hundred percent manipulation of diet through, um, it was through educating herself on what foods did what so that she could maximize the benefits of her diet and nutrition. And I just think it's a really powerful example of, you know, the fact that, that diets play a huge impact in our health and by, you know, eating healthier, just, I'm just going to say, don't underestimate the power of eating healthier on that note. And if you would like to check out Chris Carr, it's K-R-I-S-C-A-R-R.com. I just love her. So I'm going to move on to number seven, which is practice early detection by thermography and specific blood work. So there was a 2014 Canadian study done on 50,000 women that determined breast cancer mortality rates were not affected by getting mammograms. This is so important, guys, because it kind of goes against the grain of everything we've ever been told. Um, from our doctors about, you know, you have to get a mammogram after the age of whatever it is, I think 40 uh, every year. And so the American Cancer Society states that by the time it's visible on a mammogram, it's already been there for six to eight years. Mammograms also expose you to radiation, which causes DNA damage. And remember, we just talked about DNA just a little bit ago. Um, how we can kind of upgrade it or downgrade it. So again, mam mammograms expose you to radiation, which also causes DNA damage. There are other tests that are very effective for determining breast cancer at very early stages. For example, I was actually very um, enlightened to learn that something called the Oncoblot blood test can determine 27 different types of cancer that are too small to be seen otherwise. The Oncoblot is spelled O-N-C-O-B-L-O-T, if you'd like to Google that yourself. Also, the grease test filters blood 
and looks for circulating tumor cells that indicate you have cancer. That's called the grease test. So the bottom line or the takeaway is that self-breast exams are just effective as mammograms. So she recommends thermography. It's usually around 300 if you're not covered by your insurance, um, since it can determine inflammation in the body without exposure to radiation. It does seem like a safe alternative, especially when you break it down like that. So that, my friends, wraps up our seven essentials of healing for today. Um, my wish for you is that you listen to this or you read this and something clicks for you or resonates the way it has for me. My second hope is that you share the information with everyone you know. The last, the very, very last thing I want to leave you with is a quote from one of my all-time favorite teachers, the late Dr. Wayne Dyer. He said that you cannot be lonely if you like the person you're alone with. So I would like to encourage you to take this opportunity that you may have now with our current circumstance or may have in the near future to work on your own personal growth. Being better than you were yesterday is always, always an admirable goal. And just as a reminder, all our cliff notes and links that we mentioned today will be found in the text of our podcast. And until next time, the more you know, the more you grow. So let's grow together.